Is President Trump being given a gift by the Democrats with the Green New Deal? We break it down. Then out of the school of thought from the Green New Deal, Chicago has a proposal to give 1,000 residents $1,000 a month. We're going to get into that. Then we're going to get into a CNN article where teachers in Denver are saying they're not making enough money. But are they really not making enough money? Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up, everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. Like always, there is explicit language at times, so be advised. Like always, go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes, go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com, sign up for our newsletter, and if you're into some really good rap, hip-hop music, check us out on all major streaming platforms, Audio Apes. Just type in Audio Apes. So kicking it off, the Democrats, they present the Green New Deal. People are talking about it. It's buzzing. And a lot of people are saying that it's a gift to the president, that it's so outlandish and it's so ridiculous that all all they're doing with it is helping President Trump. I think uh, President Trump has embraced the battle that's going to wage from now until 2020. And the State of the Union address pretty much, that was the whole point of it. That was the quotables that you heard from it. That pretty much cemented that 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 is the case. Um, when Especially when he literally said, so, uh, <laughs> America will never be a socialist country. So I think he knows that that's coming. Um, he's starting to see the new faces, not all new faces, but all the, the faces that, that are popping up and, and saying, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. They all have one thing in common, and it's that socialist school of thought. I think the, the Green New Deal is pretty much ammo for him because of the simple fact that like it's just like how, how expensive that would be is incompre- incomprehensible. You know what I'm saying? Like If you think about all of the things... Even the green part of it is actually amongst like the cheapest because like Bloomberg, Bloomberg had like a breakdown, like an opinion piece, mm-hmm. um, and it was by um, well the title is the Green New Deal would spend the U.S. into oblivion, and it's by Noah Smith, and he starts breaking it down, and in doing so he says like the the most the the environmental policies, um, you know they would they would be expensive but due to the fact that as as technology improves it, it's it's more acquirable mm-hmm. which is good like if, if we if you can why not right especially if, if prices are, are are being lowered because of technology he said that the the most costly things on that list are these five points so one number one is a job with family sustaining wages family and medical leave vacations and retirement security Two, high-quality education, including higher education and trade schools. Three, high-quality health care. Four, safe, affordable, adequate housing. And five, economic security to all who are unable or unwilling to work. I was like straight out of like... Unwilling? 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the thing that blew my mind. Unwilling. <laughs> I refuse to work. Now pay me. And um, I so think you go to the, the unemployment <laughs> office. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm here to uh, sign up for my Green New Deal benefits. Uh, I, I, I don't want to work. The, the, or I collect the check. So do I? Is it, is it that this line? Is this the unable to work line or the unwilling to work? Because I just don't want to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's pretty ridiculous. And even the guy, as he's trying to explain it, he's like, he's he's talking about like a lot of this shit is just new. Like this is even like further from what Bernie Sanders was talking about with Medicare for all. This is like beyond that. Yeah. So and and that's um, it's just not an attainable situ like a situation for the United States. And in that article, Unless it says, wanna, I mean, it's attainable if they want to look like Venezuela. Well, well, yeah. Like if, if you want to remain successful, and and have the standard of life that we have, yeah. Because the issue with so many people that that are are pseudo intellectuals when it comes to politics, it's always that that are saying, "Oh, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer." The rich might get richer, but the poor also get richer because look at an average poor person in the United States. And I'm not talking about a homeless person. I'm talking about a poor person in the ghetto. They live better than a lot of people live in some countries like Mexico and like that. You want to see like real poor people? Yeah. You go go to some of these other places, some of these other countries, the Dominican Republic, like all over, like it's, it's countless places, some some of the places in 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 South America, and you see real poor people. So real poverty, yeah. Well, you know, and 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 I've read this. I don't know where I read this, but I know it's a Thomas Sowell in a Thomas Sowell book. A person on welfare is upper middle class in Mexico. So in the United States, if you're on welfare from all the benefits that you get, you're upper middle class in Mexico. That that goes to show how much the standard of living, how much higher the standard of living is here. You know, yeah. the fact that like some of the shit that that when, when we went, you know, for four people dining in, eating good, how much it was. You know, like wow, the wages is or like what what people what people uh, make over there is just so much. You know, it's just less. Yeah. And we're making so much more. So that is a very, that is a very um, good way of looking at things. But I think that that's, I think the problem with a lot of people is like they don't look at the outside. Yeah, definitely not. And of course, if you don't look at the outside and the, and the world, you know, you, the, the fact that you're not, your world is not the only world that exists here. There's other countries, there's other continents in which, situations are much more dire of course you're going to complain and of course you're going to say well we need to do better and there's so many people out there that aren't content with their lives that they have they have a lot of envy in the in themselves and so they look at other people's lives they look at other people's successes and they want it and success in this country depending on how it's obtained is looked at and it's it's kind of demonized like for instance if you if you're a successful 
if you're like an actor or or an athlete or an artist or whatever your success is not really demonized because you know it is like your your what you provide to to society and what you provide to people is pretty well known and i i would say to a degree it's appreciated like you know you know what the lebrons and the tom brady's and you know all these people well even even with some of these people like if you have the wrong political beliefs or the wrong political standing they'll demonize you like how it's just funny to me how they always associate tom brady with like the trump administration yeah Yeah, i know right (laughs) but um but when it comes to like being a ceo or like a business person you do get demonized and so it's always you know, oh well the, the the people making over this much money should should get taxed at 70% and it's these such radical and crazy ideas like if a person is making 10 million dollars a year yeah so you essentially you're saying that the government should take 7 million dollars from them if you're if you're advocating for a 70% income tax what incentive do they have to do whatever it is they're doing and continue to contribute what it is that they're contributing in whatever way, whether it's they're, they're a business owner or a CEO or, or an investor or whatever the case. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's so easy to demonize that person because so much of what they do isn't glorified. So much of what they do is really does lie behind the scenes. So... It's easy to just say, oh, well, we should we should take this money. So and then this money could go to such and such being able to have, you know, uh, better schools or 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 better food in the schools or have more money. But but at what point are we going to look at what a person is sacrificing and what a person is actually doing on a day to day basis? I give you like a, a a real world personal example of that. The other day, it was a a day that I thought I was gonna be off. So the day before, I I get a call that that uh like the the lights went out in one of the apartments in one of my buildings. All right, so no big deal. I tell the tenant to flip the breaker, it didn't work. So I was like, all right, that's weird. I'm thinking like he did something wrong or he's not. He's not getting it. So I was like, all right, well, let me go over there. I go over there. Sure enough, that wasn't the problem. But I dealt with a similar issue before, and it ended up being like a GFI outlet, which is like an outlet in the washroom that like they put near wherever there's like r- water. Yeah. It's like a safer, safe, safer type of outlet. Okay. So I'm thinking, well, maybe that's the thing. But I'm not like that great with electrical stuff. I, I could probably figure it out, but I was like, you know what? Let me see. I'm going to see if, like, my dad will help me in the morning. So my dad was like, yeah, you know what? I'll help help you in the morning. So we go. It ends up being, like, a total, like, crazy-ass problem that we we discovered. And I ended up having to call an electrician. And, like, it was a whole thing. But I was there 13 hours. I I was at the building for 13 hours with that one little problem just to make sure and it wasn't even like really an emergency in the sense that like there were no lights in the apartment it was just this one little area but i had followed through and i wanted to get the situation taken care of and ultimately it did but i was there with the electrician 13 hours but my, my point is 
is that in that that's just just like one one thing and that's something that i dealt with i can't even begin to explain the multitude of businesses that are out there that people sacrifice on a day-to-day basis and part of the reason that they make these sacrifices is because they're compensated for it they make money based off of that yeah money because either you're providing a service or affordable living or whatever the case so for somebody to 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 vilify me or or demonize a person like me oh well he's not married he doesn't have any kids why does he need to make so much money we could tax him at a higher rate and nowhere am i near like the one percent or anything like that but it's just the point of like when you're at at a point where you're making more money and this idea that you're that people want to tax you without taking into account how much you're actually sacrificing to make that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like time, and, and, and you're taking time away from friends, time away from loved ones, time away from relationships, stuff like all mm-hmm. this stuff that people, and 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 then and then that's that's where you get into the the philosophy of stuff like this because you know people have their wives, their girlfriends, their families, and all that, and it's like. At what point do you appreciate that? Like you're so worried about oh, somebody else's pockets and what they're making and the Green New Deal and oh yeah, we need something like this because it's about time. But like you don't take into account that like that person that that's sacrificing. How many CEOs like are not married because they can't be because yeah. I, or if they are married, it's it's like a shell of a marriage. It's either a shell of a marriage or the woman is just like these guys are in the one percent. Of, of, of earnings, their women are probably in the 1% of women that can actually understand yeah. what the guy is going through. You know what I'm saying? You don't take that into account. Like So there's a lot to take into account, but it's so, it's so simple for a politician to just come up with this thing, this, this proposal, and, and, and get people on board. You know what I'm saying? People that are that aren't really looking at the big picture. Well, yeah, and it's kind of funny. It's kind of cliche, but it's like that saying: uh, you, "You pay the cost to be the boss." Like it's it's real easy to say that. Yeah. But when you like break it down, like damn, it is a a huge cost because like like you said, all the time and money. And as a matter of fact, to give you guys perspective of like maybe somebody, or like maybe some type of writing that you could read. Like I I think. Um, Charlemagne talks about like his day to day, like uh, uh, yeah, in, in black privilege. Yeah, I, I, so he has a book. It's called Black Privilege, and he talks about like what his daily schedule is, and like if you read it, it makes you feel like, damn, I ain't on shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it does. But but then you think about like, wow, he does deserve what comes his way because he's definitely putting in the work right. and, and sacrificing. And, and and for the people that don't want to make that sacrifice, like I don't have an issue with that. Like that you're, that's your prerogative and, and, and that's your choice. The, where I have an issue with it is when the people don't want to make that sacrifice, but they still think that the people that do make that sacrifice ought to pay more or get taxed more which coincides with the point that you made earlier from the Green New Deal. Not just the unable to work, but the unwilling. Yeah. That's, that's, so, that's so insane. And then when you see now where the economy is, where the economy is, it becomes less, <coughs> less and less. Uh, there's less and less of an excuse 
to not be working because there are jobs and you're you're seeing it and even even in in bureaucratic left liberal horrible policy chicago even in chicago you're seeing a bunch of like help wanted job apply inside like there's jobs yeah and i think if i was looking at it from a strategic standpoint in this green new deal i think we're going to see the unwilling part start to come into play more this is a prediction of mine like that unwilling part start to come into play more and you might even start to see it on the campaign trail and i think we're going to start to see a lot more communist really leftist rhetoric from the candidates uh uh, and the democratic party in 2020 because i'm of the belief that that's the only thing they have to really combat where the economy is so essentially what you're saying is this the economy is good. There's jobs. There's opportunities. It's getting to the point where there's kind. Of, it's kind of hard to argue that, and I think even they know. So then, what do you start to do? Well, you start to play the victim card. You or or, or deal the victim card so that the people that you're it's being dealt to can play it. Oh, but okay, sure. Maybe there's a job, but but do you really feel like you should work? And contribute to a system that has oppressed you for all this time. You know what I'm saying? Like essentially here's a, here's give thousand dollars. Essentially give 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 the 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 attitude of oh well you've been oppressed for so long. Things have been so bad for so long. Don't work. Don't take that job. So mm-hmm. now before it went from oh these poor people they don't have jobs to now okay well because I'm giving tax cuts to certain corporations and 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 granted not every corporation and company that is getting tax cuts. Yeah. is actually hiring people there are some people there are some corporations, and we got to be honest about it like uh for instance i just read an article recently that in the midst of all the 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 tax cuts and benefits that at&t got from trump's tax cuts they've been laying off people yeah. which i think there is where you have you when you see that stuff you do give ammo to the other side because yeah. where's where's the degree of compassion okay i get that out of these tax cuts you want to save money and you you possibly want to make money and all of that but at what point does wanting to turn a profit or you know do better marginally than you did last year financially turn into just sheer greed where it's like oh you know what i'm saying and so we're just gonna save because we don't want to fuck that let's take the tax cuts take it outsource and you know what i'm saying so there does have to be there does there does definitely have to be balance but that's one example versus how many multitude of places are hiring yeah and don't have the choice to outsource they have to hire here so you know, you you take you take what it, whatever bad there might be with the the multitude of good that is coming economically. Yeah, and then but but and and I guess what what you're saying is true, and and uh, and that was a, a, another thing that kind of was a little cringy for the left. I feel when when Trump was talking economy, economy, jobs, 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 yeah. economy, jobs. It's like fuck. What do I do? How do I maneuver? It's a big you thing, it, if not the biggest thing, and it's very hard to argue against it. Like, for instance, 
This was his second State of the Union. Remember the first time he did the State of the Union, the Democrats had that that dude that's related to the Kennedys do the Democratic rebuttal, so to speak. Yeah. And then this time, the Democratic rebuttal came from the lady that, that like, she almost won the governor race in, in Georgia, but she yeah. ended up losing. But they'd say she's like a rising star in the Democratic Party. Yeah. Every major news outlet that I saw that covered her little speech, the part where she said that the American worker is is not doing well and 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 people are getting laid off. Even CNN and MSNBC couldn't rock with that shit. Even then, like, like, cause some people may be getting laid off, but if we're talking in the grand, grand scheme of things, yeah. no, that's not what's happening. People like the job numbers keep going up every month, yeah. and even wages have went up in manufacturing, which, which was already like, oh, manufacturing jobs, they're not gonna get them. The, there was a rise in that, and then not only that, the wages rise with it. So like if we're talking numbers, if we're if we're saying in you know oh well four thousand were laid off okay and yeah. and that's bad you feel bad and it's and and you know you wish that if if it is a situation where that company or corporation can implement some capitalism with compassion you would like to see that but still that four thousand laid off doesn't compare to the two. Hundred and eighty thousand yeah. new jobs, three hundred thousand new, you know, yeah, and he's, yeah. we're talking on a monthly, monthly basis. That's it's crazy. And not only that, too, it's just like sometimes you have to change with the times, you know, like that's just that's just a natural course of of, of business. Like, so you see, different jobs will kind of be phased out, but new jobs will come in, and that's kind of like also something that you fight that you have to. It kind of reminds me of the of the Fifty Cent song in uh, the Get Richard I Try and Soundtrack. Niggas things change, they, they don't, don't stay, stay the same. same. You gotta come up, you hustle, and that's kind of like how I feel. Like, hey, things change, and you just gotta move, and you gotta do what you gotta do. And sometimes you're not gonna do what you wanna do, but but to get to a place where you have a little bit of of time and 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 money to be able to maneuver. You could. And that's another beautiful thing about this country. But but again, we go back to, to to the proposal at hand and it's like definitely something that we've never seen. And and they were even saying in, in that article like it'd be six point six trillion a year on just this new deal. And and that's not even counting the other government programs, which that already accounts like government it's uh I want to say the the spending that comes from government is 38%. Let me see if I can verify that. Yeah, so 38% already. You'd be adding another uh he said that like by the time by the time that 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 plus the the green new deal be put in place and and everything else was left the same, you'd be spending 3/4 wow from the government in the economy, which is like yeah. <laughs> That's a big no no. Yeah. You know, three fourths coming from government spending is not. It, it's funny because I seen this. Uh, this was pretty recent, too. I fucks with John Stossel. Like, John Stossel is, is awesome. And I've actually liked John Stossel for a very long time since, like, his days on 2020 and, and everything like that. And he's like, he used to have his segment, Give Me a Break. 
And recently he was on Louder with Crowder and he had a debate with Steven Crowder. But it's it's like I don't know if you've ever seen when Steven Crowder plays that like he's like a character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, yeah. it's like a lefty character to sort of to have a debate because it's like if you're if you have an opponent that's you 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 share a lot of the same views, how could you really have a debate? Yeah. So he you know intentionally plays. Uh, Basically, uh, you plays know, he, uh, like a, a a lefty and you devil's know, advocate and some like on some satire shit. Yeah. But uh, in that in that in well not interview in in that debate, John Stossel was saying how so much of the you know over the course of of this nation's history, so much of the GDP has gone from like minimal government spending to now. It's 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 so much and it and it just it it, it grows and grows and grows. And it really does beg to question is government too involved in stuff? And it's so great because in his segments, because he has a YouTube channel, John Stossel Reason TV, something along those lines. And I watch a lot of his segments and they put they put like a video out every week and it's like a five minute, five minute video. They, about different topics and stuff like pensions and stuff like that. And you recognize through these videos and you realize that government is so involved in so many yeah. things that they don't need to get involved in. But what what the, the problem is, is that because it becomes so normal and, and politicians continuously seek to normalize it, it really does become a problem later on because it the idea of stepping away from this stuff seems ludicrous for for instance yeah how many government government employees out there have pensions a bunch of them and he doesn't flat out say it in the video but he has a position that i've had for a long time is why is the government involved in that yeah why why do you why should a job listen give them the money let them figure let the people figure it out because the problem with it is this people are like oh well how could you say that or 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 also i get i also i also get like a very kind of when i talk like that like sort of uh the people sort of uh, uh address me with kind of a leftist sentiment like oh well that's easy for you to say because but you know the stuff that you have going on no it's something that we all eventually suffer for because it's not like if the government was responsible if we lived in a perfect world and the government was responsible and everything that you put into a pension or social security or whatever 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 it was was truly safe and not used as a sludge fund exactly exactly <laughs> then then we would be okay then that's your account and let it build over time and even give you the option where you could put more if you want yeah. or, or however the, however you want to do it. But that's not what it is. If they no. take that money and they spend it and then they hope later on they get other funding. No, that's not that's not how it yeah. should be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not how that's not how it should work. So obviously there are companies that that recognize the problem long ago. They stepped away from that. And that's why you have like 401ks or, or some people, that, you know, that don't that some companies and jobs that just don't get involved with it at yeah. all. Like you do you like get your own retirement plan, you, get a Roth IRA, get a 401k, get whatever you want, which is an account. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's account based and, and stuff like that. And, and that's what I'm talking about. But now it's it the the these situations are are such are are such in a hole they're in such a hole 
rather that it's is really no end in sight and yeah. and it's it's becoming increasingly harder to find a solution to it for instance i was reading recently in the chicago sun times that the next mayor of chicago will inherit a 200 million dollar pension deficit so somehow the next mayor has to come up with 200 million dollars so what are they going to do they're going to raise the water they're going to raise the taxes because that's all they know how to do one 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 um idea that that mccarthy had because obviously raising taxes and all of these issues in chicago is they're gonna they're gonna force a fucking tax revolt if they keep doing that shit so they're they are trying to find other solutions but their other solutions aren't good either he his his what he said was we should annex surrounding suburbs so pretty much chicago should tax the surrounding suburbs like a like a fee or a tax for being close to Chicago. Jesus. Because people are leaving Chicago and moving to these suburbs and a lot of people are are are, are working in the city yeah. but living in the suburbs. So any little petty thing that they could come up with to make money and but I and I really like You told how, me about the uh video gaming tax. I think you were the one who told yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, that like it's an entertainment tax. But that but that's already that's already a thing. Yeah, we're talking about things that they want to implement. Yeah, and 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 uh, the the mayor of Evergreen, which is like right next to Chicago, he said something that I thought was great. He's like, "Listen, we incorporated a very long time ago because we didn't want to be part of Chicago. Those are not our problems. Yeah. If you were a better city, people wouldn't be leaving." Yeah. You like that's not that's your problem. That's not our problem. Yeah, and yeah. and I agree one hundred percent wholeheartedly with what he said. Wow, how dare you? Like, what audacity do you even have to think that it's the responsibility of surrounding suburbs to deal with your issue? Yeah, not only that, but like that's why you get the Californians and the New Yorkers that are leaving. Last year, there was an article that said the, the there was an estimated eight hundred thousand people that were going to leave from California and, and New York. Why? Because you like to tax, 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 tax. People are gonna get tired. People are gonna get tired. Yeah. Absolutely. Going fucking they're, they're Texas. Gonna get, they didn't get tired because it's it, they don't. It, it's it's disheartening when you see so much of your money going to the city, going to taxes, going to to little petty bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's very disheartening. And well, I think this is a perfect, uh, I guess, segue. Is the task force, the Mayoral task force, that says that they they wanna. Pay a thousand, a thousand poor people. I guess in Chicago, a thousand dollars a month, <laughs> which is funny because if you start thinking about that as like a, a taxpayer, you're like, wow, we can't even pay fucking pensions. You want to pay a thousand dollars to people, right? And and, and then yeah. and then <laughs> when when are we going to give a little help? to the people that are working like wouldn't you like like why is it always why it is why is it always oh the 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 poor people the poor people the poor people the poor people everybody (laughs) makes decisions like everybody makes choices now granted we're talking a, a different situation from the unable to work versus the unwilling to work you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. like obviously if like there's people that 
have physical ailments or, or certain issues or whatever that aren't able to work. That's that's different. But even then, I think that doesn't necess- that shouldn't necessarily rely on the government. I think that's where like you have a sense of community that that makes should make the situation better. Charity and and all that stuff. Oh yeah, and you can already see the the how people are reacting to this shit. There's people commenting because because where I got it from was a Facebook post. I don't have a Facebook, but someone sent me the article that was through Facebook. And some of the people, this is a comment that someone said. How about $1,000 to homeowners who are wondering how they're going to pay the huge increase in property tax? I think the city needs to start paying attention to the people who are paying the bills for all of this. Oh, my God. <laughs> how great was that? Yeah. Um, someone else was like, we also need to tell our streets and sanitation department that it, w- it should not take seven weeks, four crews, and 25 people to change the water valve in front of one house. Yeah. So so then someone else is like, so they'll get food stamp section eight, a thousand dollars a month all paid for in taxes for my hard earned money. Maybe I should just quit my job and become a quote unquote struggler. Yeah. Uh, someone else. And, and this is I'm not skipping comments. This is just over and over. Um, and who's going to flip that bill? Where is the money coming from if Chicago is so broke? Yeah, us, the taxpayers. I think we pay enough. Wow. Just across the board, if you go from top to bottom. No one's rocking with it. Because people become privy to this shit. Like, you keep stealing money from me. Stop. And I will say, and we talked about this before, and it was one of my predictions. I feel like the rise of Trump and politicians like Trump make people privy to it. Because it, it, it he forces people, or he forced people and other politicians like him, force people to really look... At every yeah. single th- agenda that the establishment throws out, and like, hey, wait a minute, what? Because yep. because you do have to you eventually rationalize where does all this shit come from? It's not like there's this magical bank account that like all this money is funneled out of. No, it's coming from you. It's 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 coming from the services that you supposedly pay for. But don't get like like you know streets without potholes or the multitude of things that that the residents of this city always yeah. do without. And it's just a world. And of, if it continues, yeah. how could it not breed a tax revolution? How could it not breed a situation like you have in France or you know in 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 certain places around the world where people are just fed up and tired of it. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) where does all the money go? And then how are you going to, it's like that. Why do you think Detroit got to how it got like this? Like people, you just keep thinking that it's like, it's almost like, and I, we talked about this shit last week with the fire festival. It's like the naiveness. Mm hmm. This is a sinking ship. Stop and fix the shit. Or or at least, like, I know you can't fix it overnight, but it's like, don't add to it. Right. $1,000? Exactly. More taxes? That, and and, and that's, that's just the rule of thumb, obviously. Mm. Don't add to it. If Let's say you don't, you don't have a solution overnight. Let's say it takes you a while to come up with a solution. Sure, but at least slow the bleeding down. Yeah, like like okay, you um, you own a house, and you have your lifestyle, 
And then all of a sudden, something happens. An emergency happens where you're going to have to pay a lot of money. You're, you're not going to just like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm going to keep living. No, well, you got you to gotta fix some things. What do I need? What don't I need? But I like, but I, I could live without. You know, it's, it's called working your finances. Like, you know, seeing where you could cut that you don't need. And, and then going from there. And, and that's the thing. Like, just like an, as an individual would do to, to kind of accommodate their lifestyle or accommodate like their bills. Like, cause I mean, you got to pay them. That's your responsibility. Uh, you're going to have to switch things around. That's what the city has to do. You know, like you can't just keep taking money and, and, and then adding new ways to take money. How about cut some stuff? This is unnecessary. Cut it. This is unnecessary. Cut it. With Rauner, people were complaining about that shit. But, like, at what point does it stop? You know? Yeah. And then, I mean, and we've talked about this so many times. It's just hilarious to me. Um, he vetoed the tax increase. And then Congress voted. The House of Representatives fucking, you know, they they, they vetoed his veto. Basically overturned it. And then what, what, what do you do then? Yeah. We pay taxes. So then... Somehow, some way, he's the bad guy. Pritchard gets voted in, and he promises he's going to raise taxes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, so, so, on, on the other hand, it's like it makes me feel like okay, people don't want to pay more. Yet somehow, some way, I keep voting for the people that make you pay more. Are you fucking dumb or what? Like what? I, I, I think a lot of it is uninformed. Yeah. Oh. And then that's and that's uh and that's the thing that that kills me is like. This is your money, and and you're voting people in that are supposed supposedly working for you, like that. When you vote someone in, they're working for you and for your interests. So it would behoove you to understand this person's policies and how that will affect you, because then you can't sit there and cry about it. You know, you can't you can't sit there and complain about it. You voted for the guy. Right. I could say, because uh, I'll tell you, I didn't vote for dude. See, be, but the, the, the issue with it is that it's it's always so many steps far removed. See, yeah. when people think of politics, when they think of policy, when they think of the stuff on TV, that's what they think of it as, the stuff on TV. Because most of the time, we're not politicians, we're not in the mix of all of that decision making so we're very far removed from it yeah and they don't take into account how that affects them down the road yeah. how that affects them in in the in the sense of how because property taxes have gone up at historical rates in the city in the last decade so have rent prices gone up at historical rates yeah. In the city in the last decade yeah. where now it's so hard to find affordable housing, so hard. Yeah. And then you have roommates and cramped living. And this is a perfect segue into the CNN article about teachers. We just read a CNN article about a walkout that's supposed to happen to tomorrow. Well, yeah, as we record this, it's Sunday, so Monday when you hear it, it'll be yesterday that they walked out in uh, in Denver where because the teachers are saying that they're not 
that they're not making enough money. But then when you see the 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 testimonials in the article about what some of these people are paying for rent, you you ask yourself, well, how were you did you expect to make it to begin with when you're paying over a thousand dollars for a one bedroom apartment on a middle class salary? Like what what yeah. did you <laughs> and 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 it and it goes and it goes it goes back to what you said earlier about when when a person has a lifestyle and like how they're able to maneuver and their sense of of mobility how naive are you to believe that stuff won't happen if like you to live paycheck to paycheck and have every single penny accounted for okay but where is the money for the things that you can't account for because if we know anything about this journey in life, it's full of things you uh, can't yeah. account for. Yep. People people don't do it. And it's yep. and it's it's the most it's the most basic stuff. Like for instance, last week on when we were talking about the fire festival thing, I was talking about how somebody at work was talking about how oh man, you're always talking about something that oh, is yeah. I, I'm either interested in or that I'm going through, whatever the case. And we got into a discussion about saving money and stuff like that. And there was this video that um, I I talked to him about about ten financial ten steps to financial freedom, ten simple steps to financial freedom, and how the this guy when he decided to start saving money, like he didn't have any money saved in the bank. In the video, he talks about how he saved a thousand dollars and he put it in a frame with glass. The, the frame had glass and uh, and above the the money on the frame he wrote in red letters break in case of emergency so essentially saying that you shouldn't touch this thousand dollars unless you really need it unless like it's an emergency and so it sounds simple but 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 people don't do that like people need to to work out their situation and 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 account for the unaccountable now a lot of times people say oh well, what do you expect? Because that's rent in, in the area where, where I want to live and what have you. And this, that notion brings me back to something that I thought was genius from Killer Mike in the Breakfast Club interview recently. There's a lot of things that I disagree with Killer yeah. Mike on. Like he's 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 a Bernie supporter. Like I I don't support Bernie. He, there's a lot of stuff that I disagree with. But Sway said something about Killer Mike on another interview where he's like he thinks that he's one of the best voices of our generation. I don't know if I'll go as far as to say that, but what I will say is this one thing that Killer Mike said on the Breakfast Club was one of the greatest things that I ever th I thought was was said in our generation. He said, he's like people keep leaving the hood. He's like people like you you maybe you're from the hood, you leave the hood, you make money, you go elsewhere. He's like fine. He's like that's okay. He's like but but none of the like like and he's talking about like rappers and athletes and all that like how they make money and they leave. And that's fine. Like you don't want to you don't want to be around it and like we we get it. But he was saying how much importance it has to have some people that have the willingness to be around to stick around and serve an, as an example to make things better 
But not only does that serve as an example to make things better, because there's some people that can't be around. Like I don't expect LeBron James to be in Inglewood because that's he's just too big of a of a, yeah, of a yeah. person. But we're, when we're talking about people that make money, like people that have some money, you create a situation where you may be able to have and create affordable living for yourself. Like for instance, that teacher that's paying that's paying a thousand dollars for the one bedroom in Denver. I'm pretty sure a thousand dollars isn't the the cheapest for a one bedroom in the whole city of Denver. No, like so. My point is, at what point? At what point does your financial situation outweigh like where where you're gonna live? Because at yeah. the end of the day, the problems are everywhere, and that's and that's where I'm what I'm illustrating about like what Killer Mark was saying. Because Killer Mike was saying, "Nah, I'm sending my kids to public school. I pay taxes for public school." I'm not sending them to private school because at the end of the day, like if you're going to be a bum, you're going to be a bum in private school. You're going to be a bum in private. That's, there's, that's there's, my dad's philosophy on that shit. He's I, always I, said that. And, that's crazy. And, and, what's, what's so, and what's so crazy about it is there's so many people that don't believe that. There's so many yeah. people that believe in the, oh, well, you know, our nice neighborhood over here and... Yeah. And and our nice schools over here and our private school, but if if it's not a private school, the school district is really good. This and that, like yeah. and like their their life is like so molded to this, which is fine. Yeah. Like if that's your prerogative, like that that's your journey, that's what you choose to do. But then, how how many financial barriers are you creating for yourself? Yeah. By by wanting to keep that standard. For something that at the end of the day, does it really make a difference? How much of a difference does it really make? Yeah. Because I'm a person that if people listening to the podcast don't know about it, like I've been around like all over the city. Like I'm very familiar with the good, the bad, the ugly. And there's good and bad people everywhere. There's selfish and and, yeah. and not selfish people everywhere. Yeah. Like they're 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 everywhere in the hood, yeah. in in the nice neighborhoods. All kind of stuff like like the wife isn't just cheating on her husband in the bad neighborhood that's happening in, yeah. in, in the nice neighborhood. Like this shit is happening everywhere. It's just and she's fucking the poor guy. It's no. just and a lot. Of, yeah. <laughs> a lot of times that is the case. But yeah. so it's not it's not it's not just like the perception that people always have. So is it worth yeah. it? Like are, yeah. are these barriers are these barriers worth it? Because then you start to see how people they work themselves to an early grave. Like they're so overworked because they got to work overtime and they got to keep up yeah. with everything because if they don't, th- that that standard that they've created for themselves yeah, yeah. diminishes. And I'm not saying not have a high standard for yourself. That's good. But is the standard that you set for yourself, is it maintainable? Yeah, and that's and that's where you have to because I've seen schools like private schools where like those little kids were like fucking like little adults just the way they were, and that's nice if you can afford it. But if you can't, right, you can't. But, but then it's so funny that you said that because that's that's like baller level shit. That's my point. Is yeah. like is like you're doing all this stuff to just be in the middle anyway because yeah, because. Yeah, uh-huh. The people that like where their schools really make a difference, like where their kid is in first grade and learning about the stock market. Yeah, you're not even close to that anyway. No, so, no. so you know what I'm saying? Where yeah, like the yeah. kids wear the little suits and 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 they can have a they can have conversations 
with with politicians in fifth grade they already know like policy foreign policy and stuff yeah you're not near that anyway so really what with what you're doing like is it worth keeping it up so much just to be subpar in in the end anyway or yeah. or do you teach yeah. character do you build character and do you use everything the surrounding the situation the living situation as something to build character and also to create a sense of mobility for you and your family down the road because yeah. how okay this that that teacher that this is just an example from that article that teacher that's saying oh i had to give up my one bedroom apartment where i paid over a thousand dollars how much money would that teacher have saved if maybe she was in a situation where maybe she wasn't an, in as good a neighborhood or whatever the case where she might have only been paying six hundred dollars for a studio yeah. or five hundred dollars for a studio apartment how much money would you have saved what could you have done with that you you, you know what i'm saying yeah. that's that's my point is we've become so accustomed to looking at things so simple yeah and easy simple and easy and and surface level and when that surface or what's right below the surface or beneath the surface starts to to corrode or crumble we find ourselves in, in an uproar because n nothing was ever planned for yeah yeah and it, it's it's sad because if you look at if you look at how people like okay you you look at the history of of certain people that are doing good now i've read about like jewish people and how they used to cram a house right with like i'm talking i'm not talking about cram a house like today's standard i'm talking about like because of how they cram their houses is why there's housing regulations now because they're like, oh, yeah, we can't have people living like that. Again, government saying, oh, you can't do that. Because they wanted their kid to, to, to be better. They wanted the family to, to, to get up out of poverty and be in a better place. And then seeing how Jewish people live now, as opposed to when they first immigrated over here, it's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. And, and what's so funny that you say that is I've seen pictures some videos and you even see it in Chicago certain properties where you see how the structure of the property used to be like you could see that there used to be a wall in a certain place and like yeah. the rooms were like so much smaller and cramped because that was the mentality like yes we're not going to be very comfortable in this moment I don't know or and we don't even have to say very comfortable. You're just you just might not be as comfortable because at the end of the day, if you if you have your health, if you have your family, if you have your loved ones, does it really matter where you're at? Yeah, and, like, and it goes back to to what we were talking about the school that that does all that stuff. Because see, that's another problem too. Is like you rely on school to be the parent, but as a parent, you could you could have your kid on that type of status if you sit down with them. Oh, look, listen. Let's read this. Let me teach you. Let me teach you a little bit about this. Being uh, a good parent, and that was one thing that my parents did a lot. They never like whenever we had a question, they would explain, and then they would explain why, and really the whole subject, the whole breakdown. We, we had a better understanding. If someone said, you know, oh fucking 9-11 was a hoax, I'll fucking say that at the fucking kitchen table. They'll break it down. 
and, and, and all this stuff. Or if someone didn't like this politician or if someone thought that this, anything, anything that you could think of, I would just ask my parents and my my dad would do a very good job of like explaining, okay, this is, motherfucker's a dumbass, this is why. <laughs> I'm saying like, he'd explain his opinion, but based on the facts that he knows. He'd never say, oh, it's whatever, just watch TV, go watch TV, which is what a lot of people kind of tend to do. Oh, I'm tired. I work. I don't really. Is there any after school programs to leave my kid? Yeah. Because, fuck, I don't want to deal with my kid. And it's like, well, then if that's how you're going to be as a parent, maybe you shouldn't have kids, you know? And and that's that's a situation in which, like. And 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 you know, uh, a situation in when you're essentially treating the kid like an adult. Yeah. In, in, and, and they develop in, in such a manner. Like I was telling you recently, we, we laughed about it, how uh, there's this one episode in King of the Hill where how the grandfather, he reminds me a lot of my grandfather because yeah. my grandfather was very much adamant about treating me like an adult. Yeah. Like yeah. we're talking grown stuff, you know, even even like when he would read the paper, he would he would do a very good job at like talking to me about the stuff that he was reading about. Yeah. In the best way that a child could understand, you know yeah. what I'm saying, but still, how you know how important that is, and like you said, I I think it it should definitely be done more often. To even remember that goes to show that it's a testament that kids do soak in a lot of oh, information. Absolutely. You know, like damn, I remember that. That was crazy. You know, absolutely, they For do they do that. soak in a lot of information. And what's crazy is in that in that memory. Now that I'm older, like I, I remember like where we were, a little like old apartment, nothing fancy at oh, all huh. about it. But it didn't matter. That's my point. Is that in in the end it didn't it didn't matter. And now it turns out that that apartment in that area is is super expensive. And that's another thing. Yeah. Another testament <laughs> of how things change. Like, yeah. it's so funny how that that crummy old building in that neighborhood is worth more money than like what what people what what people spend all kind of money like like doing all kind of work to yeah and so and, and, and that's my point and i and i think that's what was so genius about what killer mike was saying is like you could bring the greatness to yourself because yeah for instance a lot of those families that like in in the dead heat of one like that neighborhood was horrible they moved out and whatever. But the ones that held on and the ones that, that are still around or still own or whatever, that's going to be like, that's, yeah. that can be life changing money. Like oh, for instance, yeah. like if you own, if you own a three, four unit building in, in, in one of those crummy <laughs> rundown stuff like that. Yeah. And, and, and some yuppie comes along and it's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'll offer you half a million dollars for it. If you do the right share with that money, that's life changing. Oh hell yeah, that's life changing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, all of it, but 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 it's like, but you don't see that if you're just looking at the surface. Yeah. And and I think I think it's it's worth noting. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you look at I mean besides that one teacher that says she was paying a thousand, there was other people that were rooming for a two thousand five hundred dollar apartment. I'd say four people. I don't know. It's I feel that that you have to just understand your situation and and do the best that you can to get in a better situation, even if it means sacrificing 
And it, it also goes to show that in the places that, that, we're, that we live, sometimes it's not so good, all this stuff that the government's giving us. You yeah. know, oh, look, look at all this. Because then you pay in taxes. Because, like, a lot of these people, they were getting paid $47,000 a year, $50,000 a year, $56,000 a year. A living you know, wage. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a decent wage. It's not the best wage, but it's definitely not the worst wage I've seen, you know? Yeah. You should be able to do stuff with it. What does that say about where you're living and, and where your money's going, too? Oh, yeah, well, that's that's the bigger problem. But, see, that's a problem you have less control over. Yeah. The the problem that you have control over is like what you do, how you spend how you spend your money, how you save, how you you maneuver your situation. But that problem also can be fixed, you know, with with a little bit more organization cuz if 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 a bunch of people can organize to have a walkout and have a strike, then why can't a few more people or a few more bunches of people organize to have a tax revolt? To lower the taxes. Because I think, honestly, Chicago is in desperate need of a tax revolt. And honestly, it would be so awesome to see a tax revolt and to see people be like, well, you figure it out. Like, tell the, like, if the city's like, well, how are we going to pay for it? Figure it out. Like, yeah. now you force them. You force them to figure it out. You have to have balls. You have to. And, and what are they going to do? They can't throw everybody out of their house. You can't, oh hell no! <laughs> you can't. What are you gonna do? Yeah, if you organize like thousands and thousands and thousands of people, to, what are you gonna do? To just, we're, we're just not gonna pay. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We're just not gonna pay, or we're gonna pay what we think is right, what we think is fair. Like you know what I'm saying? We're fucking up. Yeah, I'm it's scared. In, it's interesting, but uh, but yeah, that's our episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep listening. Keep sharing. We're on all major podcast platforms. And if you want to listen to some really good music, we're on all major music platforms. Audio Apes, we're out. See you next week. Peace. Peace.